by the fated flap of the butterfly's wing, and the power vested in me by the American Marriage Ministries, I now pronounce you married. You may kiss oh my God. your beloved. <laughs> Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Surprise, ladies and gents, and welcome to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on digital stream radio, where you can access the audio live stream every typically Wednesday at 6 p.m. on digitalstreamradio.com. But today we're coming to you uh, with a surprise episode. We were off last week and we didn't want to go through a whole week. We had some, you know, some things happen and uh, we were like, "Uh, yeah, we have to record a show. So we decided to do a surprise show today. Basically, my life is a mess. All of us. All of us. I think that falls in line with everybody. Pretty much. We're all a hot mess. But anyway, we are here and it's Thursday and it's 5.15 and we were like, let's go live and let's just do this and that's what we're doing. So uh, my name is Tom and I am your host and as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing friends starting with the first one. Hey y'all, Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. Your boyfriends? What the hell was that? KKK? A- a- K- K- uh, <clears throat> Let it all out, I a, baby. I, I'm still getting over that. They've been canceled. Yeah, okay. They have been. Yeah. Here we go. We'll start fresh. Yes. J-Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. Proud of you, baby. <laughs> um, and welcome, everyone. Uh, this is The Dish. Um, so we've got a lot to like unpack. There's a lot of things that have happened. Mm-hmm. We missed the show last week, um, basically <clears throat> because there were some issues that were happening. Things needed to be addressed. And we couldn't all make it into the studio to to record last week's episode. So we took the night off. And then this week, it was just like a landslide. Mm-hmm. It was like one thing after the other. Um, election night was on Tuesday. We'll talk about that a little bit um, in a couple of minutes. But um, I'm going to toss it over to my boys. Why don't we start with you, Jay? How are you? Uh, what have you been up to? Getting over the flu. (laughs) (laughs) Hence why. Hence why. That was my my to do. I basically we had the grandkids over for for Thanksgiving. Look at me. I'm I'm ahead of myself. Not Not yet. yet. Had the kids over for over the weekend for a Halloween get together. Right. And one of the twins was coughing, and of course by three thirty, four thirty in the morning, he gets up crying with a fever, Mm. and he's like, "It hurts." Like. You know, we gave him cough medication, made him comfortable, put him to bed. He was running a fever because he had the flu. Right. <clears throat> you know, we weren't aware of it. Following day, we took him We took him home to mom and she took him to the hospital and confirmed he had the flu and he had a pneumonia going at the oh, same time. Oh, Lord, God. mercy, poor boy. So he, yeah, he ended up in the hospital three days. And he's what, 11 uh, now? Uh, no, they're nine now. Nine years nine, old. Nine and, you know, to, such oh, little man, bodies. I, I yeah. Such and they're, and they're, yeah, they're they're preemies, so they are small, you know. Right. Um, so again, we weren't fully aware of what was going on. So of course, he wasn't feeling well. He likes to lay down next to us in bed. And then Monday morning, you know, I had a slight cough, and so did the missus. And Tuesday morning, we got up, and it felt like a truck ran us over. Yeah, uh, and he and- sent me a message. I was like, "Whatever you do, stay, <laughs> stay home. home. Do not come up into the studio." Yeah. And- no. 
we yeah, decided, yeah. you know, that yeah, uh, amongst, you know, a lot of the things that happened, but we decided that we were going to stay um, away, stay away from the <laughs> studio. Um, it's okay. Yeah. You know, if, if one thing that COVID taught us was that it's okay to shut it down mm-hmm. and to step away and then come back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I had an event on Saturday and my coworker, uh, not my coworker, uh, the girl that works in my department came in and I was like, you don't look or sound very good. She's like, yeah, I think I'm getting a cold. I was like, leave. Yeah. <laughs> She's been out of the office all week. Yeah. Like go home. Yeah. We zoomed today and I was like, you still sound bad. Like take the rest of the afternoon. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, right. the, the funny thing is again, Monday I'm in the offices and I'm, I'm in my computer. I mean, I'm not really sort of, and then my, my coworker mercy, she wasn't there. Right, because she's working from home, but my other coworker Ralph, who's behind me, he's like, "Dude, you don't sound great. Go home." Like he told me like three times, like mask up and leave. Yeah, and I was like, "You know what? It's just it's to me." And I mean, no body aches, no. It was just like a cough, and I'm like, "It's these allergies because my allergies have been kicking my ass again." I was like, "It's the allergies. It's It's, that time of year, right?" Mm So I'm like, eh, and then there's that uh, that infection that all the kids are PVC, PCV, P. Yeah, I don't not, even know the initials it, anymore. It's a respiratory infection yeah. that has been very common it's in children. Wild, it exploded. Like wildfire this year. It exploded. So that's what we assumed was happening at home. That's right. what we assumed with Javi. That's what we assumed was happening with us. All these name drops. Yeah, it's like, so he's on a roll over here. I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then left work. I went and I saw my grandson in the hospital. And then, you know, we're there. My daughter's like, yeah, the doctors just came in. He tested positive for the flu. And I was like, fuck. Well, there's nothing you could do at that point. I mean, he had already spent the weekend with us. Right. So, you know, just, just, I literally slept for two and a half days, ran a fever and changed the blankets in the bed like four times. Right. Because we were, my wife and myself were both just out of it. Well, I I mean, and and it just goes to show you that, you know, if you have children, you are bound to have (laughs) kids bring everything home. So just, you know, as a parent, be prepared to be sick and still have to get up and and do your duty and, you know, cook clean, you know, wipe butts and and all that good stuff, even when you are like dying. Yes. It's just unfortunately the way it is. This is why I don't have kids. If I'm dying, (laughs) I just want to die in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a tough, and, and you know, here we are a week later, and, right. and I still have that residual cough going. Right, and, and it's, it, it'll you'll probably linger around for a while. So you know, yeah, it, yeah. it is what it is. But to be honest, I I think this hit me harder than the times I've had COVID. Yeah, much I mean, much worse. Yeah, I can think of other things well, that have what, hit me harder. The first, <laughs> the first the first time I Solar had COVID, no. it was like. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I got a story for you. Oh, boy. Anyway. Yeah. No, I was just saying the first time I had COVID, it was like having the flu. But it wasn't then intense. the second and third time. It was just like, like my God. And the fourth. No, Let's not forget not, the fourth. Not yet. No. Oh, not yet? No. So. Was there a fourth? I don't know. <laughs> we forget. I, I'm <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's, it's weird because everybody, like, initially, we were terrified. COVID, and you're like, you're terrified. Yeah, right. I don't want to be a zombie. Yeah. And to be honest, even the, the, when I got it the third time, when we came back from Mexico, I had a cold. That's all. Right. 
that was it. This well, thing I mean, but you you were also out. vaccinated, right? Yeah, and yeah. so therefore you already had a lot of, you know, the <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the true. the antibodies in your system to sort of kind of prevent uh the severe reactions that people got from COVID when they weren't vaccinated. Yeah, true, so that, that's true. a that's a huge uh, advantage for those who got vaccinated, yeah. right? That, yeah, that but your even, body's already even, recognizing. Yeah. For me, even with the vaccinations, because even when I was doing my you know flu vaccines years ago, right. I would still end up with the flu, and I, and I'd still be out three four days out of work. So to me, there was no personally, I I didn't see the benefit of the of the vaccine. Right. You know, and now with, with COVID, when this happened, that was a whole other story. So I was like, yeah, definitely, especially with mom being in a nursing home, right. I had to get it. You know, right. in order to be able to visit and see her. So it's important. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, speaking of vaccinations, um, I got my first monkeypox <laughs> vaccine when we went to Pride New Haven. Mm-hmm. You and I got them together. And then I went and got my second one. So I'm officially fully immunized for monkeypox. And I went to the Pride Center in Thank New Haven. Thank God, because of solar panels. I yeah. know. Um, <laughs> no, and I and I went to the New Haven Pride Center. They were having uh, this, you know, medical team came in from one of the supporting um you know healthcare uh, facilities that actually were giving out covid boosters you know <laughs> um monkeypox vaccine so i went into the center and got my monkeypox vaccine should have told me i'm sorry it was just all I, I saw you that bridgeport's been like hell <laughs> oh. well you know so the, the the medical provider actually is a griffin health so griffin health hospital is the one that was hosting yeah but um, i reached out and they don't do it over there so the, I'll have to give you my card yeah. because um, they gave me a card where you can see providers and stuff that are offering it. Please. Um, so, you know, it was good. It was great to see everyone um, and, you know, to to see people in the Pride Center and, and see them having such an amazing event uh, for the community. Right. And, and which is amazing just to have that resource and so thank you for allowing me to go get my free monkeypox vaccine yeah i gotta snack it because it hurts for a little bit for a uh, while so nice. um so trish how are you oh god you uh, want to walk down that road yes um only if you want to um you know how i am you yeah. don't have to if you don't want I'll to I'll give you a brief overview yeah let's let's just do a very high level all right so <laughs> last wednesday mm-hmm. i couldn't attend WikiLeaks. the show Mm-hmm. Because speaking of the New Haven Pride Center, um, we lost our nonprofit status, and right. we had to uh, basically remove the executive director. Um, there are articles online if you would like to read more about it. Um, but it's been it's become pretty much a, a second job for me, right? Um, right, and. I had a meeting uh, with the staff and the board, and it was it was tough. It was hard. Um, this whole process has been really hard because uh, I love Patrick dearly, um, and you know it was tough. Right. Um, so I've been dealing with that. Right. And the good thing is that you know the community rallies, so I know that oh, you know, yeah. we're going to find support and we're going to move beyond yes. this and do what we need to do to get the Pride Center where it needs to be. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. And so you know, it's and not I'm going confident. anywhere. Right. Yeah, we're we're awesome. going to be fine. We. Yeah. We have a lot of things in place to make sure that we're moving forward in the right direction. Um, but the board has become a working board. Uh, so it is really like a, a, another job for me right now. Right. Um, and then on top of that, Monday, my grandfather passed away. He did. Oh, my condolences, um, babe. It's already here. Yeah. It's tough. Um, but it was, 
Yeah, so that happened. Um, and then uh, in lighter news, yesterday... I married a couple. <laughs> right. So, 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 they're, they're, so that, that explains our opener, right? That is a <laughs> roller coaster of like emotive, like very emotional, like transitions going mm-hmm. from, you know, chaos to uh, marriage to death in the family. Um, God, you must be like. I'm fucking shot. Oh, Lord have mercy. So, first and foremost, I'll take yeah. I'll our take back my complaints. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, but condolences, yeah, our heartfelt um, condolences to you definitely. and your family. Thank you. Um, you know, I know that your Grandpa was very loved. He was an amazing, funny man, mm-hmm. and I think one of the last liberals in my family besides oh, me. Oh, oh lord! Um, there was a video actually. It was pretty funny where he was bitching about Trump at, during his presidency, and he was like, "That motherfucker! He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing." <laughs> He probably is a fucking small dick. And I was just like, Grandpa! Yes! Um, but, you know, and, and so clearly there was, there was a really, really deep connection between you and your grandfather. And, um, you know, when you, when you lose people like that, people who align with you on so many levels and the level of love, of being family, of being, you know, protective and supportive, Right. Um, It's 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 very heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. I don't know why. I mean, Monday was really tough for me, Um, but I I don't think it's hit me really. Right. I may start crying in a minute, but um, he was an amazing man. He lived a really amazing life. He did this thing. Um, we have Clorox wipes. I don't have tissues. I'm just <laughs> oh, saying. God. Wipe just, my ass. Um, he did this thing. Every card I got Christmas, birthday or whatever. Right. He always drew a Porky Pig. He could draw Aww. Bambi or Porky Pig. And so all of us, we would always get a Porky Pig. It's because he knew you were a little pig. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so jokingly, I was on a like a Zoom, not a Zoom, a FaceTime with my family trying to figure out plans and whatnot. And I was like, we should probably like, you know, put an etching of Porky Pig on his gravestone. And they were like, oh my God, that's such a great idea. I was like, I was, I was joking. And they're like, no, we're doing it. I was like, okay. You totally should. I mean, you know what? He probably would love that. Oh, he no, probably would totally yeah. love that. So, yeah. So. And, and it's, it's worth, you know, um, knowing, I mean, or at least understanding that, um, Grandpapa was oh, sick yeah, for no, a very yeah. long time. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he was battling some some health some issues, stuff, yeah. and so obviously this contributed to the fact that he's no longer with us. So, um, so the family was sort of yeah. Prepared. Honestly, like after I, I spoke with my father the other day, and he, while obviously we're all devastated, um, we are in a way relieved because the person he was a year ago is not who he was you know, in the past probably six, seven months. Right. Um, and so, yeah, he's in a better place. He's with my grandmother and my aunt, and he finally, you know. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, well. There's some relief in that, yeah. Again, you know, um, it, it still doesn't take away the, the fact that, you know, he was ill and that he's gone and, it, and the illness had anything to do with that takes away from the fact that you still miss him. Yeah. The um, only thing I will say. And I don't want to think about life with regret in general, but I should have flown down and seen him one more time and I didn't do it. 
You know, when we knew he was, you know, getting to that place, we were like, "We'll hold off. He's going home. Everything's going to be okay. We're going, we're going down for Thanksgiving. We'll see him." That is probably my only regret. And and you know what? Don't beat yourself up over it. I know it's 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 cliche to say, or it's you know, in the moment for you to understand that you know it's it's um. There's nothing that you can do when it's our time. It's our time. Mm -hmm. Right. And you recently flew down to Florida. You got an opportunity to do that. So, you know, I spent a lot of time with him when the past year when I've been going back and forth. So, so, you know, take that with you, you know, carry that with you that, you know, um, (laughs) you had plenty of opportunity to, to really spend quality time with him. And I'll never forget the story that you were telling us, you know, when he bought a house right behind your parents and he had this entire like technological like panel that he didn't understand and you had to like sit there and try to teach him how to use it you know from wi-fi to cameras or Mm -hmm. whatever it's like all automated um and you know the guy was in his 90s so can you imagine like handing a 90 year old that's never seen a flip phone an iphone and saying here Eh, he was pretty tech savvy well i mean that but you know i'm just saying like if i were to hand my grandmother an iphone she'd be like "Uh, you do it Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it is what it is. But yeah. um, you know, I tried to one time. I tried to help him with some stuff, banking stuff on his computer, and I signed into his computer. And the t- <laughs> you know how you can magnify uh, the screen? Mm-hmm. It was so large <laughs> <laughs> that I had a hard time like navigating the the, the browser. Uh, the browser. Yeah. It was so funny. But he was like, "What's taking you so long?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "Uh." Uh, grandpa we need to like bring this down a little bit so well all i can say is um what was your grandfather's name john emilio bussett john emilio bussett may you rest in peace you know what um his uh i'm not going to give you the full password but password for a lot of stuff was (laughs) emilio can emilio chris amanda nick Oh, so it was Emilio Can and then all of his grandchildren's names. Yeah. So did he only have, um, is, this is your father's father, right? Yeah. So it was only, only the four, the four of you, his grandchildren. Did he have other grandchildren from? The three uh, of us. But yeah. But I, I was including oh, your, and your our, brother. Yeah. Our, yep. So. so it would be five total, but yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Well, may he rest in peace. Yeah. Beautiful man, strong. I mean, he's a busset. He was a busset. So, I mean, (laughs) this is what we got here. We crazy. crazy. Yes, yes. Um, All right. So, um, wow. Let's move on. But I did marry someone yesterday. Which is what I was going to go to. So, you you married someone yesterday, and we played you a little bit of the audio. I want to play it again one more time, because I want you to pay attention to the first line as he's reading, um, you know, officiating this wedding. So for, first and foremost, I didn't know that you officiated weddings. And I found that about you like two or three weeks ago when you mentioned that you were marrying someone. Yes. And um, and then this happened. So let's take a listen to the audio. By the fated flap of a butterfly's wing. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. By the fainted flap of a butterfly's wing. Fainted flap. Yeah. Fainted flap of a butterfly's so, wing. So I married two of our friends that we work with at the bar, mm-hmm. um, Juan and Nick. Nick. And it was so 
cute and beautiful. It was literally just family, a, a assortment of friends. Um, and I got to write a ceremony, which I haven't done in like a while. And I wrote it and it was so sappy <laughs> and so adorable. But I wanted to add something from Moyer Rosen. And I the yesterday I was like, would you mind if I surprised you with something at the end of the ceremony? And Nick was like, no. Well, I was like, what? He's like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right. And like, um, and so I I did that, and the room just started laughing, and there were like awes and laughing. And, right. But it was like it was a, it was a good time. It was it was nice to feel. Like, I could do that again, because I haven't done that in a long time. So, No, it's very beautiful. I watched the video. Obviously, we got the audio from the video one more time. Let's listen to it. By the fated flap of the butterfly's wing, and the power vested in me by the American Marriage Ministries, I now pronounce you married. You may kiss your Your beloved. Oh, that's so cute. So congratulations to Nick and um, Juan. Juan, is it? Yeah, Yeah. uh, we all call him Sebastian, but it's Juan. Sebastian. But Juan and and Nick, and uh, not not this Nick, obviously. This bitch ain't getting married unless I'm the runaway Mm car. Um, So congratulations (laughs) to them both. That's awesome. That's awesome. When I tell you, it's been a roller coaster of emotions in many different varieties for all of us. Um, So, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, so that's why we you know yeah have been a little sporadic with our recordings <laughs> <laughs> but we're here we're here we're, we're queer here. which is which uh, is amazing yeah um, we, we love you to our three fans yeah no, <laughs> no we only have two now because that beyonce comment i made a couple years ago yeah oh, no, boy. She, she got cut yeah. quickly um all right so i wanted to i want to talk about the other elephant in the room elections oh, oh. holy shit can say, you can you tell me no, there's only one but elephant in this, in this room. room. Are we going straight through? Um, Apparently we are. Well, we're 20 minutes in. It's up to you. Oh, we're only 20 minutes in. It's this darkness that makes us feel like, oh my God, time is just not <laughs> moving. Or that time has flown. Um, can we talk about how nail-biting this election was? Can we do that in the second half and maybe talk about the Property Brothers first? Because I feel like that's going to be a longer conversation. Okay, so we can do that. So we're going to shift over. All right. Perfect. So... More death for <laughs> but, but like in a positive way. Yeah. While we were in the subject of death. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, Tom. <laughs> um, so as we that know, our beloved uh, comedian in our community, Leslie Jordan, passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it was really sad. You know, he was uh, an amazing spirit. Lots of love from a lot of celebrities and people who knew him, people who saw his shows, people who engaged with him in any capacity. And obviously, all the time that this amazing little fucker spent throughout the pandemic entertaining us from his home. Yeah. Right. Um, so he and, and all of a sudden now the story doesn't want to open. So he ended up like, so I have it open. Of course you do, like your whole. Um, So (laughs) the Property Brothers have a show called Celebrity IOU. Right. And that's where celebrities, you know, there are people in their lives that they choose to help out, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's a small project or a big project. Um, But basically they pay for a renovation. And so Leslie Jordan gifted best friends um, a home renovation before he passed away. Right. 
and and you, there's been a lot of celebrities like for example um brad pitt did a sh- did an episode um uh, oh god uh, oh god oh god what's her name um melissa mccarthy Thank did you. an episode um uh she was in the help oh my god Oh, I hate when I can't remember actress's name. She won a fucking Oscar recently. I Hold know. Um, um, not Octavia Spencer. No. Um, her co-host. Yeah. No, I'm blanking too. And you're oh making my me feel bad about it. God, I hate it. I don't know who the hell you're talking She's the she's the. <laughs> you guys are a that, lot better um, than I am when it comes how to How to Get Away with Murder. She was the the lead actress in that. Um. Uh. Oh my God. Why can I not remember this? This is horrible. Um, a whole bunch of celebrities. Anyway, um, the name will come to me. It will um, have done the show. And it's it's amazing because you get to see the people. You get to be celebrities being human. Lisa Kudrow. Uh-huh. I remember. Oh, this Lisa. is season three. Hold on. Um, season two. There's a lot of a lot of. Zoe Deschanel. Uh-huh. Remember um, her. Um. Justin Hartley, mm-hmm. Leanne Rimes. I remember hers. Kevin Hart, Gwyneth Paltrow. He was fun. Uh, Gwyneth was awesome. Josh Groban. I seen Josh's episode. How many? Tiffany Haddish. I have not seen that episode. Need to watch it. It's hilarious, but it's not Tiffany who I'm talking about. Um, I know. I know. I know. I'm oh looking, I'm God. Looking. Who is she? I can't remember. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Thank you. Um, and so w- what I love about the show is that you get to see celebrities in a different light. You get to see them as humans. You get to see them as, you know, having heart. Not that they don't ordinarily, but you it's get like to a glimpse into their personal life. Right. And, and you know, gifting their, their friends uh, or their loved ones or people who have made significant um, impacts in their careers and lives on a personal or even, you know, professional level. It's awesome to see. Yeah. Right. There was one moment when Melissa McCarthy was doing hers and there was, it, I believe it was for her aunt and uncle and her uncle had this, uh, lazy boy chair the chair right the chair and like it just became this like iconic thing like how are we going we're getting rid of it it's going away but how are we going to replace it like right. it was just like this like thing but i feel so while the uncle did love the new chair i feel like he was like y'all fucked up y'all fucked up because oh. that was the <laughs> one thing you shouldn't have gotten rid of meanwhile melissa's like oh that thing i lit it on fire yeah. like it's it's <laughs> gone <hated> it. <laughs> But but it's a good show. So anyway, Leslie did the show, and you know, um, as the writer was explaining on on in the story, is that the sad part is that he's never gonna be able to see the episode air. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, now that I know it exists, would love to see the episode because Leslie is hilarious. Yeah, but he was able to swing a sledgehammer into the walls on Demolition Day. So that will be a lot of fun to watch. Oh my God. I can't, I can't wait. Um, yeah. So do I know any celebrity friends that want to give me a home remodel makeover? Yeah. Cause we have ideas. Yeah. I have plenty of ideas like destroyed, like bulldozer, the house start fresh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I like, I want full Reno, <laughs> like a full runner. Like you, what I really would like is a, an underground level where the, the, 
back of the house or the back side of the house opens up to the backyard. That that's the underground level, and then the accordion style doors. Yes, of course. And then the first level would be obviously facing the front, but the entire front is going to be nothing but windows. And then the the the, the roof is not going to be like a you know typical gable. It's just going to be one flat roof going down to the back. Oh so it's going to be all windows in the front. So when the sun comes in, they can see Tommy in his full, you know, naked this, glory. This is why I need a move-in ready home. Right. Because I watch too much HDTV. I know. Like, I can't. You would see me parading <laughs> from one side of the long-ass window to the other side of the long-ass window. In a waving, sarong with in a solar sarong, panels. Right. Waving my hands at everyone <laughs> as we're all walking down. Look at me. I'm Miss America. <laughs> um, you know, and it would be it would be hilarious. But yes. That would be. I'm that sure, would you be can my make dream. a deck on the roof so you can have rooftop parties, right? I I could. Uh, <gasps> mm. Jay, but what about the solar panel? We can build a roof on top of the the rooftop deck and put the solar panels on that. Pergola, love it. Hello. <laughs> um, no, but I think it would be cool. I think it would because that would give me an opportunity to flatten my backyard because my backyard goes down in a hill. I want a pool and I want a hot tub. That's all I'm. Pool asking comes for. first. Fuck. The hot tub. Hot tub in the pool. Or in the pool, yeah. We'll do both. No, he wouldn't give it to me that easy. (laughs) Well, you know how long I've been asking for this hot tub? I know. This bitch thinks I'm fucking rich. Just just order one and have it delivered here. Yeah, and then I'll put it together. That that doesn't make sense either. Because then she has to pay for it. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. That's what she doesn't want (laughs) to do. She wants to be able to just walk in and sit and just chill. Yeah. Yeah. gotcha. You got money. You just don't spend it. Oh, I don't have money. <laughs> Believe me, I don't have money. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. She did. What did I um, say to you the other day? What? About the money thing. She was like, save those cans. I got to go cash them. Something you, like that. No, no so. No. I, I, I don't so remember. This, this is a little depressing, but like my grandfather has money. And um, my coworker, I was like, you know, I'm fucking struggling right now. Like, I just need something. So she. She's oh. a Wiccan. And she did, like, I guess a money spell. On moi. Yeah. And I got some stuff at work that was very positive. And nice. then I was like, oh, my God. Did she, did she like, force my grandfather into an early grave? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because that means, uh, clearly, I mean, he would get an inheritance. And so... He was like Tama. I oh, hope. You're, so you're getting hot tub money? <laughs> no, that money is money I can't touch. Uh, okay. On that note, on that, <laughs> on that note, hot tub money. We're gonna take a break, and we will be back, and we'll have certainly more dish. So, um, stick around. All right, we are back from our break. Uh, thank you for allowing us to take that break. Uh, we needed to refresh our our um, adult beverages and all that good stuff. And we're back. We are back. Um, okay, so we left off, um, you know, with Leslie Jordan and all that stuff. But I wanted to, I definitely want to talk about these elections. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So first and foremost, um, have you ever experienced a more nail-biting election in your life yes which one trump and hillary 
Um, you're right. That, that was very <laughs> no, but this was because we're talking about you know control of Congress, right? We we have a, a Democratic president that's sitting currently in office, and depending on the outcome of this election, will determine whether or not this president will either spend the next two years vetoing bills that the Republican Party will throw at him, or if we still, as a country, are able to to you know introduce legislation and pass legislation right. that is going to help the American people. Um, and, and I'll start off with, with what people were predicting polls left and right. were saying that Democrats were going to get slammed slaughtered. like yeah. slaughtered. It was going to be a shellacking. It was going to be. So Donald Trump jr. I'll say his name. Um, posted on Twitter as soon as the polls started closing, um, it was going to, he posted something to the effect of, uh, this is going to be slaughter with three exclamation points or something like that. Um, and it didn't end up being that. So right now we're in the same situation we were two years ago mm-hmm. where most likely given how Nevada and, um, I think Nevada and Arizona right now are the only ones that we're still waiting on results for because we know that again, Georgia is going to a runoff. So we're going to have another election on December 6th that depending on how Nevada and, um, Arizona go will determine who controls the Senate. And there is a possibility, a very small, slim possibility that Democrats can still hold the House, uh, given, you know, the way things are playing out. And right now, California, which California doesn't have an election day or an election night. They have an election season because it takes them forever to count anything (laughs) uh, because there's so many people in California. You got to think about California is right now it used to be the fifth largest economy on the globe. It is now the fourth largest economy on the globe. And so they have a lot of people. I mean, in Congress alone, they have like 50 plus members. That's how many people California has. So it's going to take them forever to count anywhere between two to three weeks. They're expecting to finalize who won what in what house seat. That will determine whether or not we have control in either house um, and that we can, again, continue to pass legislation and do good things for the American people. Or if we're just going to spend the next two years seeing, you know, Biden block everything with uh, his veto pen, essentially. But it was nail biting and it's still nail biting. Not knowing. Our fucking system is broken. It's crazy. Um, But I will tell you that there's some highlights in a sense um, some of the elections, uh, you know, there were a couple of members in the LGBTQ plus community that made some strides. Um, Oregon, the state of Oregon, elected its first lesbian, uh, Tina Kotak, as governor. I know. Amazing. Yes. Massachusetts elected its first female governor, who also happens to be a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Claps for her. Um, and then uh, let's see who else. Uh there's another story in here. There's a couple of more names. Alaska has elected their first out state legislator, which is huge. Um, please open it on the right screen. Thank you very much. Um, but not only have they elected, you know, one out. Uh, and of course, you know, these stories don't want to open. What is with your computer? I don't know. She's going through it like that one over there. 
Time to replace all this equipment. Um, Can but I anyway, get a donation? the important thing is, is that um, we're seeing a lot of representation in our community start being elected either at state houses. We saw this in 2020 mm-hmm. um, or 2018 when Virginia elected six different um, members of the LGBTQ plus community into their state house. Um, so it, it's quite historic. So um, Jenny Armstrong, Ashley uh, Carrick and Andrew Gray have broken the lavender ceiling is what they're calling I it. I know. Yeah. I love it. I love well, it. It's so cute. Not the only ones, but keep going. Right, not the only ones. So Alaska, again, elected its first out uh, state legislature, uh, legislator. Armstrong prevailed over Republican uh, Liz Vasquez in the House District 6, while Gray bested two Republicans and a Libertarian in District 20. And Kerry beat two Republicans and a Constitution Party member in District 35. Under Alaska's voting system, up to four candidates can run in a general election. And so... Bravo for Alaska. Yeah, makes me want to makes me want to go visit. You've been to Alaska before. Did you have family up there. Yeah. Yeah. Want to tell us a little bit about that before we keep going? Where where did you go in Alaska? Uh, Anchorage. We went Anchorage, to Anchorage, of yeah, course, the capital. So capital. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um so my nephew married into the family, so now we technically, you know, <laughs> have family out there, but um amazing, amazing place to go yep. and stay. Um it was like being, you know, it's weird because it's like being in the damn postcard the whole time you're there because <laughs> the mountain, yeah, the mountain drops and it we looks went, like Europe. Oh, it's insane. It's, ins- it's beautiful. I definitely want to go back. Right. I, I mean, I would love to visit 2012, Alaska. 2012 we went and uh, mm-hmm. definitely something I'd, I'd do again. Oh, this was pre Donald Dump days. Yes, yes. So yeah. can I just say that? We didn't see the red wave, right? We did not. We did not see the red wave but at all. Some people are actually calling the 2022 election the rainbow wave, it, which is which is Pretty well much. deserved. And we we also we have another candidate that we want to talk about that is a little bit closer to home for us. And I'll let Nick uh, talk yeah. about that. But first, bit. I want to mention that on November eighth, uh huh, six hundred and seventy eight people on the ballot were of the LGBTQ plus community. That is an 18% increase from 2020. That's huge. It's, it's massive. Right. Um, and then given, given the situation in Florida, right. With the whole don't say gay bill and all of this legislation that they're passing, the fact that the governor of Florida got an opportunity to actually draw the congressional map to the point where he drew in four districts to guarantee Republican winners in those districts. And they ended up going Republican. So they gained four seats, which is what we're talking about in the sense that, you know, potentially we could lose control Mm -hmm. of the house because of that, because of what DeSantis did in Florida. And, you know, the, the interesting thing, too, is that, you know, um, there's a potential that DeSantis might run for president and Donald Dump um, started bad mouthing him immediately after he won his election as governor in Florida again. Right. Re-election. Um, so there is a potential that we might see some rivalry if if Dump gets into the race again, which he could potentially announce next week. So I want I want to. Oh, was a question. Okay. 
and I said this in the chat the other day. Do you think if he runs, uh huh, the Democrats need to find a new running yes candidate? I don't think so. I do. I do. And 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 let me explain why. Uh, because when you think about what happened in twenty twenty. Joe Biden got seven to eight, I believe, nine million more votes than dumped it. Right. But looking at the state of our country right now, mm-hmm. though we didn't see what we thought we were going to see with right. the 2022 election. Right. I worry. Well, well, we all do. But, you know, in the end, you know, regardless of what we think, the decision is up to him and his family to decide whether or not he's going to run. And every president who has ever been president has aspired to have a second term. Right, that course, is. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to be the one to take away from that. And I think, honestly, that he's done a good job. He he got us through a pandemic. Uh, unfortunately, his numbers don't represent that. But a lot of people don't realize our our economy has been at its best in a long time, even though people don't see that because of the issues with inflation, which have nothing to do with anything that he's done. No, it's it, yeah. it's all has to do with what has been happening in Ukraine and what Russia has been doing. That's been causing the global markets to react this way and people to raise prices and Everything is more expensive because of what's happening, but it has nothing to do with anything that was done in the U.S. You know, it's like it it kills me, too. Like when they say gas prices are up, let's blame the president. He has no control over that. I mean, no. And yes, but yeah, I mean, he could, for example, take what we have in the Federal Reserve and release it to help us bring down the prices. But he has no control over these petroleum you know, suppliers and what they decide they want to charge per barrel. He has no control over that. And it it's irritating when people start blaming presidents. It doesn't matter whether it's a Republican president or a Democratic president. They have no control over the market that way. And so when people started talking about, oh, you know, gas prices are up, inflation, everything costs more. These are all things that are beyond the control of any party that's ruling currently. And aside from passing certain things, like the current inflation, you know, act that they passed to help mitigate the the damage that it has done to to the American people. There's not much you can do. You know, if Putin wants to be an asshole and start trying to invade sovereign countries, he's going to do that. And the only thing we can do is just sit here and hope that the rest of the powers of the world can persuade this egomaniac to Sit the fuck down. Like, find yeah. a stadium with empty chairs, pick one, and sit the fuck down. That's what he needs to do. Um. Anyway. All right. Well, going back to the election, yes. I'm just going to run through this gay again. People, so, gay people. A lot of firsts. So, nation's first openly lesbian g- governor elected. Massachusetts. Yeah. Yes, queen. All right. Then we had first trans man in state legislature. Yes. That's amazing. And that was in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. First out LGBTQ immigrant elected to Congress. Snaps for him or for, her or they. First openly gay person elected in Vermont. Yes. First out lesbian Latina elected to state legislature. 
In what state? Arizona. You better work, Arizona. First out LGBTQ woman to serve in Iowa State Senate. Work. And then there are some notable reelections, but we can move on. But what is really important mm-hmm. is that Connecticut had a first two. Yes, we did. And we love him. We dearly. love him dearly. He's a personal friend of ours. Mr. Eric Russell shatters the lavender ceiling as well as the first black LGBTQ person ever elected statewide in U.S. history. Which is amazing. And he is now going to be our Connecticut state treasurer. Correct. Um, I'm proud to have voted for our friend Eric. Um, he's an amazing human too. being. And um, Jay. Did, did you vote for Eric? You better. Across you, the board. Did you vote? He just said Across Democrat. The board. Across the board. Okay, yeah. good. Proud of you. Um, and of course, you know, our champion, Rosa Deloro, got reelected. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman is a champion of many different things. She was just amazing and um, a, a very polarizing figure when it comes to fighting the alt-right and, and putting people in their place when it comes to anything that has to do with minorities and the people that she represents in her district. She's amazing. Um, and I also want to congratulate the governor of Colorado. He was in 2020 the first gay man to be elected to Colorado office, and he was just reelected in this election, um, which is huge. So I don't want to take away from that, uh-huh. but I want to go back to Eric for a second. Yeah, that's please. because I want to talk about the Victory Fund. So the Victory Fund is a fund that works to achieve and sustain equality by increasing the number of openly LGBTQ elected officials at all levels of government while ensuring they reflect the diversity of those they serve. Um, They have been in operation since 1991, obviously a nonprofit, but this fund funded Eric and it is just so beautiful to see that somebody from Connecticut Um, somebody who is married and can get up there and say thank you to his husband Mm -hmm. in his acceptance speech um, was funded by this organization. And the CEO of the organization said for far too long, people of color and the LGBTQ plus community have been, have lacked equitable representation in the government. Eric shattered. I know Eric shattered this lavender ceiling and made history because voters trust him to usher in a new chapter for Connecticut and our nation. One founded in inclusive inclusion and compassion. Sorry, I'm tearing up. That's okay. (laughs) Uh, His deep policy experience and grassroots support will make him an exceptional state executive. I'm not going to keep going, but it is just amazing to see the outpouring of support at all levels for, for state treasurer. Right. And, and you know, I, I think that this this particular sentence is very important. Not only is his win a sharp rebuke on the current wave of homophobia and racism that's plaguing our country, it's a moment of inspiration to our community that our political future is brighter than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, they also went on to note that, you know, uh, there are currently just 115 black and out elected officials serving in the U.S. nationwide, none of, who, none of whom serve in statewide positions according to the LGBTQ um, Victory Institute. Uh, so making him one of the first to hold a statewide office. Making him 116. Right. So 
This is huge. And he's so, beautiful. And, and he's I love gorgeous. his husband. And, and, oh my god, aren't they great? So I was texting him earlier. I was like, "Of course you were." If we were like recording and we accidentally called you, would you be able to talk? He's like, "I'm not. I'm with my family tonight. Let's schedule something." Uh, we should. We yeah. should totally like invite him to. I think he would come. You know? Oh yeah. I think he would. Yeah. I think he would sit with us. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, we say some crazy stuff sometimes, so, you know, we might have to... Yeah, but he doesn't w- have to say the crazy stuff. Right. He just <laughs> has to just sort of kind of be like, yeah, I don't I, I don't agree with that. Um, no. No comment. No, no comment. No, exactly. There will be a lot of no comment. No comment. <laughs> um, and, you know, recently I ran into um, one of our previous uh, guest hosts, um, uh, Hartman. Yeah. Dave Hartman, uh, who uh, is now a retired police officer, um, who uh, is detailed for Rosa DeLauro. Um, but now that elections are over, he can come on the show and talk to us and he's going to join us at some point. Um, I have to reach out to him and get him to sit with us. He is hilarious. He's such a sweetheart. And, um, you know, he's just Dave is Dave. That's all I can say. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Some choice words for New Haven PD. Are there? From 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 me from you after three hour wait they never showed up oh do we want to talk no no we don't no, no. we we don't want to talk no. we definitely don't want to but talk if you get into it. a car accident in New Haven don't yeah. call the cops they never show up yeah it'll be a while that's my that's my rant over oh <laughs> lord have mercy three fucking um, hours and they never showed but anyway back um back to the selection we're still um you know waiting for results. Um, for Arizona, we're waiting for results in Nevada to determine who will be our senators from those states, or these senators, not ours, because obviously ours it's is Nevada. Um, and uh, of course, now the runoff. We have to wait till December sixth to find out uh, either if um, Warnock or the other Trump idiot um, is going to be successful in this runoff. Um, my money's on Warnock. Um, obviously, you know, now that the election is over, I can start funding some money that way because they're going to need it. No, we have to get a new computer. No, but I'm talking about <laughs> grassroots. Like, I'll donate $10 here or $10 there. I mean, you know, it's just just to make sure that, you know, they have uh, something to use. You know, it saddens me that Stacey Abrams, unfortunately, wasn't able to dethrone the idiot governor that they have in that state. Uh, he won re-election as well. And, you know, Beto O'Rourke lost his um, his fight against Abbott, the current and re-elected governor of Texas. It. I don't get it. He's I love him. It's Texas, girl. I know, but I, I mean, I love him. I just want, I want him to win something. And he, <laughs> I know that sounds fucked up. Ooh, Me too. Uh, but like, better or better. I just, I think he's great. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he is, too. So you remember the argument that I got into Chris because of Beto? Because I, I, I think that Beto's a very hot guy. And oh, yeah. Chris was like, I disagree because it wasn't Bernie. And this was like during the 20, I think 2018 election. No, wait, what was it? 2020, uh, 2016 election when Bernie Sanders was running and, and then, you know, his people didn't show up and, and during the primaries and Hillary became the nominee and then Trump happened and, um, and Chris and I were just like, so Chris, I love Chris to death. I really do. And Chris, I love that boy to death, but 
his political oh, fight. when it comes to politics and and his love of bernie and and my um love for his policies but disdain for the person himself is just like i don't have disdain for bernie i just i, I, I just think, think that- he's an angry man every time he talks he's always angry and i'm like why are you so angry dude it's politics so last night at the wedding <laughs> um juan's nephews one there, there were three of them uh-huh and nick was like Simon was the ring bearer. Uh-huh. And then I can't remember the middle, the middle child's name. Jose? Yeah. And he, oh, Carlos. He, yes. he like nailed it. He was like, Simon is the sweetest kid. The middle one, I can't remember his name. He's always angry. <laughs> and the um third was just like sweetest pie, like quiet, sweetest pie. Right. The middle child. Was literally like I was like thinking about it now. I'm like, you are Bernie. You were just angry the entire time, like for no reason, uh, right? Just like hair everywhere. He's, he's the middle right. child. He's like he just wants the shit to get over. Right. I'm done. I'm ready for this to be over and go home. Right. You know, and, 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 and <laughs> that's and what I, it is. I want to make sure that people get it clear. I don't. I don't hate Bernie Sanders. I just really dislike that he just sounds like he's angry all the time. And for me, it's a turnoff. You know, I love, you know, progressive policies. I think, you know, yeah, we should all like have our fucking college debt wiped out. And, you know, awesome. Well, we just passed something recently. There was an executive order that was signed that was challenged that would get rid of some college debt for a lot of people, millions of Americans. I love that kind of stuff. I love, you know, healthcare for all. Absolutely. I don't want to continue to like pay, you know, question of healthcare. At the same time, like we're broke. But we spend so much money on all this other but shit. We have no money to spend. Like right. what what are we doing? Right. But I mean, but we're, don't get me wrong, but we're sending billions across the right. to help other countries. Right. And, I, and we do that. There's a lot of shit we shouldn't be doing. We're broke. Right. I will tell you that, you know. We are indebted to China. The situation in. We're, the, we're China's bitch. Right? 100%. 100%. 100%. Well, the situation in Ukraine is definitely warranted. Like, we need to make sure those people succeed. Oh, well, yeah. Well, what that's, Putin that's, is doing. Yeah, that's, 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 but, but, I mean, we. Yeah. You're right. We allocate and. But we're have, getting lost in the sauce while they do that. Listen. We get lost in the sauce without having to do that anyway. Sure. You know, it's like it's it's U.S. tax dollars and they just throw it at Look, anything that that applies for people that get social many. security. They got a bigger raise than most people that work and they deserve it. Oh, 100 percent. A lot of these people are are worked hard all their lives and paid into that fund. This 100%, is what pisses me but off. What right? happens when that runs out? Well, well if here, the government can't fund it. Well, here's the thing. We continue to fund that. There is a misconception that the government somehow uh, funds a large portion of Social Security. That's not true. No, we do. It's self-funded. The people pay into that program. We may not get to see it because Republicans want you to believe that it's going to bankrupt the country and we can't do that. And we have to privatize it or we have to cut funding for this. Why? What do you need the money that we're paying into Social Security for? What are you going to do with it? Because there is no money. It's all fake. 
So it's like, yeah, with trillions of dollars, their their, their plan was to, to hold the country hostage. So if they win control of the House, you know, the, the House has the power of the purse. So if Kevin McCarthy becomes leader, which is highly doubtful because I don't think a lot of people are going to want him as Speaker of the House, uh, Congress, or at least the House of Representatives, have the power of the purse. So they get to dictate, you know... Not with all the gay people that were just elected. Hello. Hello. They, they're going to have the power of the Gucci bag. <laughs> um, no, but they, have, they do have, they have the power of the purse. And so they get to decide what, what gets funded, mm-hmm. right? In a sense. And so. You know what someone said to me the other day? <laughs> they were like, um, they didn't say it well, but they basically said, you're very interesting. Gays are very interesting. How so? Because, so my boss, right? He was like, he's the boss. But have you ever seen my big fat Greek wedding? Uh-huh. You're the neck. With Windex on it, yes. No, and you that's turn my the wife's, head. That's my wife's favorite saying. And you turn the head yeah. wherever it needs to go. And I was yeah. like, I mean, that's kind of my job. Yeah. yeah. We I mean, the kind all of these people homos right. yeah. being elected, right. they're going to take that person run, bitch. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, we, we're still waiting. We don't know who has control of any of the chambers in Congress, but whoever gets the House has the power of the purse. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, funding, um, it, it'll determine whether or not, you know, they, what are you going to do with our fucking money, Kevin McCarthy? Right? Like, what do you mean? You want to cut Social Security, bitch. Oh, my God. Can we talk about the uh, the representative um, Bobert, is it? Oh, she's annoying. She's she's one of the Trumpers, you know, MAGA um, election deniers. Oh, oh, Trump won, blah, blah, blah. She, she's literally almost losing to a Democrat by 36 votes. That's how close it is, and it keeps changing. So she'll go up two, he'll go up five, and votes are still being counted. And there's a potential so she can actually get kicked out of Congress because mm-hmm. she's not going to get reelected. And if that happens, I'm going to laugh so hard because she has been. She's another Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah, that type of representative, very annoying, that kind of like you know, in your face, like you know, wears glasses. She's she's one of those. Yeah. As of like 6 p.m., she's at 50.1%, and uh, Frisch is 49.9. Oh, come on. Come on. So that was as of 6 o'clock. So, I mean, somebody tell me that <laughs> I'm going to be like dump right now. I'm going to call the Secretary of State of whatever state she's in and be like, can you find me 60 <laughs> yeah. votes? 60 votes. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> like, when dump called georgia georgia's secretary of state just find me like you know ten thousand five hundred eighty-one votes it was like just so one more over her right <laughs> just one more find it i know it's there um oh it's it's hilarious it's hilarious so um i think uh this is going to be interesting to see how things play out in the next couple of days in the next couple of weeks obviously california please hurry up because the anxiety is killing me, and um, and I think that's that's all we have today. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's much. All I mean we... that, that that was a pretty loaded show. Yes, it was. <laughs> There's a lot of everything. A lot of everything. And um, 
And I met somebody at Tractor Supply Store. Oh, well, I want to yeah. throw that out there. What was it that you said? Damn, you're on a hot streak. Yeah. I am. He was hot. Solar powered. I know. Like, what the fuck is wrong with my it's life? Like, I walked into the store. I was like, oh, you know, I got four empty propane tanks. You know what it is? That you are so confident about who you are. You know, you know. I mean, you with all of a, this, with, you have you, to. But, like, you don't give a fuck about your, <laughs> like, the, how you look. Like, I mean, you do. But I'm just saying, like. You think, huh? like you're just so damn. She's about to get cut. Meow. No, this is a compliment. <laughs> like you're just so confident that it's attractive. Like you're you're beautiful, but you just exude confidence. Thank you. I'll I'll take that as a compliment. It, it was starting a little rough there. Okay, it was no, getting I know. a little. I was like. Okay. But you know what I mean. We're not small ladies. The way the no, way no, you the way not. you look, girl, I, I am I'm surprised. No, <laughs> no, that's not what I was. That was not, not my intention. No. I'm just you saying, like, we're girl. not small ladies. No. We're all at a certain age, right. and like, but you exude con- like where. Whereas I like. I'm very self-conscious about my body. You what, exude... Once you hit your forties, you stop giving a I, fuck. I, I've been, I've been <laughs> no, true. But I probably I, got on that tractor like, hey, hey girl. I've been every size <laughs> you could ever imagine. I've gone. We've I've, been there. You know, I've, been, I've gone from like a twenty-five waist to a twenty-eight to a thirty-four to a forty and back to a thirty-six. <laughs> and you know, it's like you yo-yo around. So where's Agador with my parents' tablets? Um, you know, but no, I walked into the store very quickly before we let you go. And, um, and this guy was there, his hands are covered in paint. So, you know, he does a lot of manual work and I'm all for that. I'm like, if you've got calluses on your You're hands, handy. come rub my body. I want to feel that manhood all over me. And, um, like just and so, the right amount of so he like was walking mm-hmm. and I was waiting for the lady for the propane. Cause I have four propane tanks, spent 70 bucks on propane so that my outdoor heater could have propane. So that when we're out there, we can, you know, huddle. And he was by the dog section because Tractor Supply Store is, has baby chicks. You can buy chickens there. You can buy feed. You can buy dog food. You can buy solar panels. <laughs> you can buy anything, <laughs> camping stuff. There's, there's a whole bunch of shit that you can buy there. Farm supplies. And farm supplies. And he was over by the dog supplies and he was squishing the toys. And I walked by and I'm like, oh, and he turns around and looks at me while I'm staring him down. And I'm like, mm. and I just keep walking. And then now he's looking at me. And then when I look at him, he turns away. And then when he looks at me, I turn away. And we were playing this game in the store. And so I was like, fine, you know what? I'm just going to go outside and grab my propane. And so I met the girl outside and she had four tanks to fill. And it took two tanks before he started walking out towards his truck. And while he's putting stuff away, he's looking back at me, putting my two tanks that were already filled in my car. And he keeps looking. And then, like, he just stops at this point. Now he's not even being shy about it. He just stops and just stares at me. So I put my tanks down. I looked at the lady. I said, I'll be right back. I walked over to his car and I said, hi, I'm Tom. And he gave me his hand. He goes, I am so-and-so. And, you know, he was speaking broken English and, but, you know, I was like, okay. I'm surprised you didn't say like, I have a nail gun and a leaf blower at home too. <laughs> I have a lot of things at home, honey. I've got a lot of tools. I've got a fucking saw. I mean, you name it. I have it. Um, and, but anyway, so then he goes, um, 
so where are you from? You know, your name is Tom. And I said, well, I, I was born here. My parents are from Puerto Rico. He was like, oh, so you speak Spanish. He goes, yo soy de Argentina. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, so this is how, okay, I, I got this. So I said, well, listen, you're obviously on your way out. You look like you just got out of work all hot and shit. And I got to get these propane tanks back to my house. Why don't you take my number? And he was like, okay. So he just takes out his phone and he, he goes, what are you looking for? I was like, I look for a lot of things. I'm into a lot of things. So we can, we can figure oh, that God. out later. And, um, and Bring so I, those dirty hands over. That's all I want. They were covered in paint. I mean, covered and you can tell they're like hands that have been worked. Like, like he's been out swinging hammers and, and he's married. Probably. Hey, I don't know nothing. He hasn't said he was married to me. So he's so, going to be married to my mouth. Um, but anyway, so I gave him my phone number and I just walked away. And then I got in my car. And my fairy ass drove home and unloaded my tanks. And here I am. So in the past four weeks, it's been quite intense. Solar guys, dick grabbing guy at the store. <laughs> dick grabbing you know, it's interesting. Yeah, there was this guy in front of uh, the Krausers right down there from my house, literally standing in front of my truck, like rubbing his dick and looking at me like, you want some of you this? And I'm some? looking at him like, uh, yeah, no, I'm on my way to a party. I was going to, to Jack's house. She was having her Halloween party. I was like, uh, I can't stop home and get off because she's expecting me. Like I told her I was going to be there. You just for chose not to stop home and get off. Let's just yeah, be honest. So. <laughs> he wasn't that cute, but uh, but yeah. So that was that if was my trap to surprise. He'd be late as fuck. What if he was a ginger? I wouldn't even show up to a party. Be like Jack. Sorry, something came up. Yeah, and in me, a couple of things came, came up. up. <laughs> Many things, but um. Anyway, that's our show for tonight. We're gonna go ahead and close it out. So I'm gonna toss it over to my bitches. Um, Actually, no, you're not. Oh, what we're going you start what am i starting with oh wait no that's right Girl, mama, mama kim's, kim's minutes my love it's been a minute yeah. all right everybody here's mama kim's minute number one kroger settles with whoa with who kroger settles with workers who say they were fired for complaining that the uniform endorsed pride number two robert garcia becomes the first out lgbt immigrant elected in congress which we already talked about uh-huh. and three these histo- history making lgbtq candidates have been elected to state legislatures across the country which is again some of a little bit of what we've covered these stories will be listed on tonight's post that so you can click on them and read them for yourself under the beautifully like redone section that says mama kim's minute and thank you mama kim for sending us your stories J-Bear. Moving on to this day in gay history. Let's try that again. On this day (laughs) in gay history. In this day. On this day. And you're thinking about things that are inside? Inside. Mm. Uh, When? November 2014 in Bangladesh. uh, It was the first Hijra Pride Parade. Over a thousand Hijra transgender women of South Asia with a long history hold the pride hold the parade of Dhaka to celebrate one year since the government recognized them as a third gender. They carry banners, including one that reads the days of stigma, discrimination, and fear are over. 
It is the first transgender parade in a majority Muslim country. Pride parade. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that was in 2014. And not to mention, I think India legalized uh, homosexuality. You know what we didn't say? Oh, my God. What? What? Um, We're still here. (laughs) uh, What country? Um, You forgot to sign down. She did. She's going to look for it. Okay. Silence is deafening. And as she looks Or is it golden? Golden showers? I'm into those two. <laughs> so, Jay, how are you? I've participated once or twice. Uh, aren't they wonderful? Nice and warm on a nice uh, Did fall I ever day? tell you my of my involuntary golden shower? No. Uh, years ago, it's funny. I was helping my cousin. He does construction for a living. Oh. And we were um, fixing... Uh, basement for this lady in trumbull of course <clears throat> termitate half her walls so we're we're redoing the basement her bathroom was torn apart we had to take it apart yada yada and we're putting everything together so uh you know i went upstairs and i told her don't use the bathroom where we have the pipes off so if you flush it's gonna end up on your fit basement floor she's fine we're working for like two and a half hours three hours Last piece of the toilet pipe is done, right? My cousin puts the glue on it. He's like, jump on the ladder, put it on, squeeze it on, just hold it, let it cure, and we're done. I was like, perfect. So I set up the ladder. I get up on the on the ladders so he can just hand me the piece. And as he hands me the piece, you hear, whoosh. She oh, pissed. my God. All over you. <laughs> and flush the toilet and everything. Yeah. My cousin, I've never seen this guy laugh. He left for like half an hour. The lady came down. She didn't know where to put her face. She couldn't apologize enough. And my cousin just sat there laughing. I would have been like, lady, I smelt it. (laughs) I tasted your your pom-pom. She goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, well, now I cannot say I've never had a golden shower. Well, there you go. That was more than a golden shower. That was a golden shower with extras. Did we talk about this on the show? I forget. I just want to highlight it like... Please. Really quick. So, um, same-sex marriage was legalized in the last state in Mexico. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was just One of the that. states in Mexico. One of their biggest states, I think. One yeah. of the biggest states. It was Mexico City? No. No, 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 no it was... No, uh, I, I just had that up. Uh, Tamaulipas, Mexico, voted to legalize same-sex marriage through an amendment um, through the district's uh, civil code a day... Uh, the day after the same happened um, in Guerrero, according to AP News, the, these were the last Mexican states to make same-sex marriage legal. Because I think Mexico... So all of Mexico is legal. To- I believe so, yeah. That's because, amazing. No, 29 out of 32 states. Right. They are, had, they had already legalized, legalized same-sex marriage in yeah. Mexico at some point, but not all the states were really adhering to that. Yeah. And so, well, I mean, it's the same thing we're facing with like all this abortion stuff. Right. If your yeah. state you know, ratifies something, then if it was ever overturned at the national level, you're still in your state. Right. Safe. Yes. Right. Oh, and, and before we go, which is important to mention that there were four states that had, um, uh, amendments or not necessarily amendments, but, but they put on the ballot, a question of whether or not something were to become legal or not. 
on in, in their state constitution. Three states had a question that determined whether or not they were going to either legalize a ban on abortion or uphold the Constitution's right, the constitutional right statewide for a woman to have access to to self-affirming health care. Three states literally decided to keep in their state constitution the right for a woman to have an abortion. And the state of Connecticut also had a question on their ballot, which allowed for you to let the state know um, through a popular vote that you want them to expand early voting in Mm -hmm. the state. So we're we're basically going to have an opportunity to actually have early voting. So um, that was important to mention uh, because it just goes to tell you, goes to show you that the people that what's happening at the Supreme Court, what's happening in Congress and the conversations they're having in Congress is far removed from what the actual people want in a lot of these states that currently don't have protections for um, abortion rights because of the overturn of Roe v. Wade. So, goes to show you, people have power. Voting has power. That's right. Do your duty. So. Trust me, and I harass my wife and my daughter all day. Make sure you vote. Make sure you vote. Mm-hmm. Make sure you vote. Okay. Even my mama went and voted. Yeah, and even at the end of the day, because they really never replied to anything all day. And I said, well, if I get home and you guys haven't voted, you're not allowed in. No. <laughs> Proud of you. Proud of you. So, we, right, all well, we all did. We all did. So, um, you know, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. We'll fill you in next <laughs> week and see what happens. Yep. I want to thank you all for uh, joining us on today's surprise show. We weren't going to leave the week happen without us, you know, doing a little something for you because we love you. Uh, if you love us, make sure that you go subscribe, rate, and review our show on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your web browser or your device as soon as we published our episodes. You can also support us on Patreon, which allows you, our listeners, to support the show with a monetary donation, which we collect monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. Um, Jay? Jay? Next week? We welcome back the dish. That's right. And we may record on Wednesday. We should record. We may. We may. Who knows? We have to. (laughs) (laughs) As if you guys aren't confused enough, stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, All right. Well, uh, and now here's Nick with a weekly reminder. Well, not necessarily a weekly reminder, but this week's reminder for all of you bottoms out there who want to keep your buttholes on point. Yes, we are talking about Future Method. I'll give the bitch some love. Go. All right, everybody. Get the Future Method today. Each time you clean out with water or enemas, delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged, increasing chances of injury and or STDs. The first of its kind, doctor-developed formula gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser today. Comes in a travel-sized powder now. Absolutely, and it has come time to put a ring on it. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. <laughs> put your hands up. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wrong finger. Wrong finger. And our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. All right. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, we're not doing Twitter anymore. That's right. (laughs) 
Yeah, I just want to let you know we close our Twitter accounts. We'll explain next week. Uh, if you uh, want to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. Click on the Contact Us tab. Located at the top of your web browser there, you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for a cast member or an individual. Well, that's the same thing, host. For the cast in general or one of our hosts. You can also call us. You can leave us voice messages, tell us how great we are, leave us questions. We'll answer those for you on the show. Our phone number is 334-GATE-TALK. And if you need all those digits, it is uh, 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live every Monday. Oh, God, we're all over the place. Every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can access that live stream by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. With that, ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you, and y'all have a good night. Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more Dish.